Hey guys, welcome to the last three digits where we're talking about money and everything in between. Because they would have come to your 400 pound birthday dinner. I don't ask for much. What do you mean, bro? <laughs> like, it's just one day a year. Yeah, fair enough. Friday's a school. Oh, when people are Saturday's Hakkasan. And Sunday we go to Miami. Because girls are usually gassed by the, the, the middle amounts. And this is probably why girls don't go for a higher salary. In Bruh, I'm pressing record because i got to make sure this works. Minute of time for that. Ayo, it's very imperative that you speak first. Yeah. Thank God. This is, I mean, not this unigo. True. Sick. We live, baby. Hey. I don't really care what people say. I don't really watch what them want to do. So I got to stick to my girl like. The Monopoly number two. Okay, um, I, you two should be arrested. <laughs> How can you not know the rest of I don't care about them two. The witches away. So soon more they keep the witches away. I hear that. You know, that's not true because I've been drinking smoke for life and the witches still be working me down. So. <laughs> what are you? What exactly are you referring to when you say witches, Ayo? Don't answer that question. But don't, don't. I was just about to. Ayo, don't, don't, don't. This is, don't. This suit. Your good friend. Pull down your tracksuit. It's 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 building up here. No, yeah, pull it down from the bottom. Man's got a belly willy. No one asked you to be stripping. This ain't only fan time. It's true. I'm about to jump on that wave. Get me. It's one of these tight. I'm gonna get right. <laughs> Nigo, what are you doing? I'm putting in my MacBook charger. And it's in. This is meant to be the recording, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have recording start it properly because what do you mean? Because what we keep all that higgy hagger on the pod, yeah. All right, what authentic? All right, say that you are now tuned into the last three digits. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> what was that? Was that a siren or a cat? What was that? I, I don't even know, but <laughs> take it I as couldn't. you will. Take it as you will. Who is it who came on the podcast today? I mean, I lied about came on the podcast. Came in my emails today. Hey, Bola, big fan of the last three digits podcast. Thanks. Uh, taught me a lot in terms of being smart with spending and finding the difference between a want and a need. I've just turned twenty and. I've been working full time and have been saying and have been saving. I wanted to know what's your view on saving versus investing. Thanks, David. Can I say, yeah, I feel like people are always trying to catch us out with this investing question every single time. And I'm not coming <laughs> for it, darling. I know what you lot want. You lot want the answers to which stocks to hit up. I can't tell you. Do your research. Yeah, we should be done. What are you lot saying to, to a guy who's 20 years old and he's got some savings? Bro, what are you talking about, bro? Just don't spend it. Don't don't spend it on the dates. That's the most important thing, my guy. And um, depends if she. Yeah. You're saying if if if, if, it's then, a... if she's in the Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> if she's Bayern, she and I can't make a man. Do you know what I'm saying, but Borussia, you can you can wait. That's four years every every championship there. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they just don't um. Don't think for the now, man. I think it's very difficult as well when you're 20, isn't it? Like, I remember being 20 and thinking, like, everything I'm thinking about has to be about today, tomorrow. Like, I'm making money for tomorrow, for today. you got to think. Think as far, far as you can. Even, like, think about putting away money as if 
you're losing it if that makes sense because you're not going to touch it in the in the time um anytime soon hopefully anyway if you're more responsible than me yeah to see what you're saying i think just build the momentum of being able to know how to save and the more disposable income you have then you can start to look at investing but in terms of investing it's probably also good just to start to do your research on different things you can invest in the different um returns they could bring the different l's they can give you as well kind of get to understand what your risk appetite may be because that might change the more money you start to earn or you start to earn proper money just i'm, I'm assuming he's 20 a uni student or do you know what i mean so yeah. yeah man just just try to keep your saving momentum up because you don't want to be like people like me who've only just started getting into the habit of saving late classes doing bmf when i was younger archival like to you drip god yeah <laughs> you lot start saving or like do you remember like any past stories of like younger and saving yeah i used to be a six saver i'm the youngest of six so like actually this desk that i'm using i used to save in there i'd have like two bills when i was 14 and my sister's like bola like bust me 130 pounds and i'd be like yeah yeah cool just make sure you return that by like next week silly me should have been charging them man interest yeah <laughs> because if i asked to come save one of their properties now it's not no free thing don't know how you don't we're getting uh two bills at 14 so i can't even lie to you <laughs> That's, that's something. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think with me, for me to save, I had to have a goal. So I had to be like, all right, cool. And sometimes I'd have to do it with my friends, actually. Funny enough, like me and my friends would want to um, invest in something or buy something when we was kids. Um, and we'd all be like, okay, there's a talk. But I'm competitive. So that's probably why it worked with me. Like, we all got to get £200 by next week or two weeks friday whatever mm-hmm. if i know my other friends are going to be there with the two bills i have to because a i don't want to let them down and b i don't want to a b you don't, you don't let last time i don't huh huh i genuinely didn't hear you. i said you don't let last time let last <laughs> this guy i had a friend called Nas actually but yeah no, i don't let them down and I, I hate failing i need to win so that used to help me like but go with like convincing myself I had to go get well I actually had to get certain things so that that was I guess my first experience with saving if that makes sense to maybe give yourself um, oh that that's how I could that could help a 20 year old find find someone that can hold you accountable um some people have people they can trust enough to let them hold the money I wouldn't do that but even if it's like all right cool um you you tell someone like you tell a friend I'm trying to save up this much or a family member um yeah, someone that can hold you accountable. Yo, are you still doing that? Maybe when you're trying to buy out a bar, they're like, yo, I swear you're meant to be da 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 da. Them things they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. David, I hope you got a cheeky bit of advice. Um, what's this I'm seeing on the timeline today? People are talking about if you make 100K and your missus is on 50K, then they're basically saying that you must pay two times the bills. What you man say? What patriarchy's not working for you now, yeah? <laughs> yeah it's still working, bro. No. You think them tweets will do anything to the streets? <laughs> <laughs> Let them tweet their wishes and wants, bro. <laughs> That's why you'll never see me tweeting back. I'm like, yeah, yeah cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I um, I think when it comes to this type of stuff, it's interesting to see everyone's different perspectives, and I think people's perspectives, and I don't even say this in a blatant way, people. Like the older they get and the more they actually experience life and maybe these type of scenarios, like maybe that will start to alter people's um, perspective and viewpoints. Um, 
I believe when it comes to like households and stuff, obviously different people, households, different relationships manifest in different ma- ways. So for some, in some relationships, some, some one person might be more happy to cover all the costs despite the earnings not being that um, too, too dissimilar. Yeah. Um, in this scenario, I think, I think in the average scenario, so you say the average guy, the average girl, I think it really should be on, it should be based on your earnings. So if you're earning, so for example, if the guy's earning twice the amount the woman's earning, he should be paying twice the amount of the bills. It's common sense. Because like, that that way, um, it's almost proportionate towards the income. You see what I'm saying? Because imagine, let's say um, you're earning two grand after tax and I'm earning four grand after tax and the rent is two grand and you want to do it 50-50, 50% of, my, of, of um, one of our salaries is completely gone. Now one person's still got 35% of this to play with. So um, I definitely believe that in that scenario, the fair thing in terms of fairness should be the guy to cover um, two thirds of it. But me personally, if I significantly out earned my partner, or even if I did it, I'll try, I'll, I'm still trying to cover the majority of the things anyway. It's just culture, isn't it? I think there's an assumption that if you, if you earn way more than your partner, <laughs> I think there's an assumption that earning way more than your partner means your partner's incapable. Um, there's a want to, there's a want 100% for me to provide for my partner, but um, I don't see a no, I do see a need. How do I explain it? Um, I don't, I wouldn't see it in the same light that I'm seeing people say on social media. Um, so the Nigerians, <laughs> yeah, basically, like, I'm like, <laughs> with, I guess, with me in general, like, ours is like, we um, we we pick up. Um, things as it happens, do you know what I'm saying? Like we we make all and we'll pattern things out, but like just me pulling up with my with my if I, let's say let's say for argument's sake I made a lot of money. Um, I'd ex- to be fair, I'd expect my lady to make a lot of money as well. Hey, so, listen, we're not doing this, my lady thing. This ain't Game of Thrones. This ain't Shakespeare. What is my lady? Who says that? Oh, okay, okay. But you speak about women like they're incognito in that, bro. Like you speak about them yeah. like they're like they're Mortal Kombat characters in that, bro. That's better than my lady. You'd be like, yo, yo, Nigo, question mark seven five was saying to me the other day. <laughs> but no, yeah, no, I, did, I think it, yeah, it, from partners to partner, if it works for you, it works for you. Do you know what I'm saying? There's probably guys out there on flipping 30 grand. And their missus is on, I don't know, 15, 20, 25. And, they're, and the guy's still covering everything. But it works for them. Do you know what I'm saying? Say, what about if it's the other way around? Like, she's earning 60, he's earning 30k, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Whose relationship is that? Where, where is that? Where is that? <laughs> I'm speaking hypothetically. But some, uh, the, the guy went on Yeah, I'm still trying to pattern. I'm still trying to pattern the majority. Okay, it's lit. What, if you're on 30? Yeah, if, if or whatever. I can't even hypothetical that you know. Still, if, 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 if Shorty's timing me in terms of what she's earning, I'm not nah because man can't man won't be able to live that house comfortably. You know, <laughs> fab. You know what I was like, there using the kettle. She she side eyed you because the fab, kettle's been on for a bit longer. Fab, man, I don't know. I might have all my stuff in a suitcase now because I, I don't even feel comfortable, fam. Like suitcase fam, by I the just, door, I, like. Fam, I think in general with people, and this isn't a, this isn't about girls before they start hitting me on the social. I think people that are not used to providing become bitter when they have to. So if you're if so you're girls, even if like girls, no because no, no because there's bare boy you, fam, you know there's bare boys that have never no, been able to girls. provide. Right, right, fam, I think like bare bare younger brothers in their in their families didn't really have to provide. Let's be real about this, bro. Must have put your brother like cool. You're good. Anyways, you're good. Yeah. You're good. 
give you that. <laughs> Anyways, I genuinely believe if you've never had to provide, because providing is different from being generous. True. Mm. Like, being generous is moments. And it's in voluntary. moments, you can... Yeah, yeah, in moments, you can hold grudges. Do you know what I'm saying? Because they're moments. Or you can even not know how well you you deal with... For instance, when you when you provide, like, I think all three of us in this in this um, chat have had to provide before, yeah? When you provide, it's a thing where you genuinely have to put aside um, frustrations and, and increase a level of, of almost patience. And you can't attach emotions to things because this is not... When it's moment, it's, it's, it's a moment. You can attach it to an emotion. I gave that person £100 on this day. I'm upset about that. If I'm paying for the bills, the lights are staying on because of me, whatever. It's not on the seventh day I can say, rah, Donnie was in the bathroom too long. I don't like him. Do you know what I'm saying? Or she was whatever, whatever. So I think when, you, when you've never had to provide, it's a, it's a different realm. Bro. You, I, they, what I've seen, they usually are bitter. Um, because in their head, things have to go a certain way if, if I'm providing a certain amount. So I'm not taking no money from no one else ever. And yeah, you can put that down. I'm not taking money from, from a girl. Um, although prenups don't really exist in the in the UK, if if there was one, would you would you get one? Mm, no, I would not answer first because <laughs> what's that? Well, I'm trying to put this. I ain't put that on my CV, Just aside, I think it's mad situational. Like if it's if it's the point where I'm get like when whenever I get married. Um, to whoever it may be, and let's say I had a mass of decent asset class, then yeah, I think I think I would. But it will be it will be very difficult to to for that to fly in my culture and the type of um the type of queens I like to indulge with. So I don't know how we're gonna uh, that slide. I have to buy her like a, a young car to pattern her. But um, just <laughs> regard, regarding um prenups. Like speaking to some of my boys, and he was telling me that he's speaking to a family lawyer, divorce lawyer, or one of whatever which one is called. And then like, yeah, no, nowadays like nine out of ten prenuptial agreements in the UK will hold in court because um, obviously as long as they're drawn out correctly and yeah, courts will adhere to them. So I think before like prenuptial agreements weren't something that was too common in the UK and were easy to thrown out, but that's that's changed now. So, I genuinely just didn't even think they were acceptable in the UK. No, yeah, you can yeah you can get you can drop a contract anything like even if. For example, let's say you and my lady, yeah, um, <laughs> wanted to buy to get into this buy a house together. You can draw up certain things in case of okay, if this happens, if we split in this case, this is what happens regarding assets and whatnot. Yeah, you can, you can do all types of things. Yeah, I'm just seeing it. Yeah, they're legal. They became legally enforceable um, 31st of December 2018 or around about December 2018. Fine. That's crazy. See, do you know what the interesting? You know, you know, I do give give in the street some some knowledge. You know, give them some gems. I think uh, the interesting thing is, I think a lot of people don't have um, asset. reasonable things. No, wow, wow, bollers on smoke today, boy. I think a lot of people don't have reasonable things in their prenups because of that thing that you always see people tweeting um, that getting a prenup or whatever is preparation for a divorce. Um, yes. I think I think you can always counter that by saying like, um, well, if it's not going to happen, I guess we can agree to anything, can it? I think people people getting the I think that happens when people qualify it more than they quantify it. If if you if you never <laughs> the right, quote queen. 
No, but if you if you have a look at fresh the out the batch, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you look, I saw I look at her phone for a quick second. No, you're just. Hey, which one? I go on court queen qualify more than they quantify. Anyone who's just like, oh, God forbid the marriage ends and things like that. I need to know that I'm going to be covered. Not that now, oh, yeah, we're having to drag all of this out because we didn't want to prepare. That's like, I feel like that's the same people who say, God forbid, getting life insurance because we're not planning for death. You're not planning for the worst. You're just hoping that if anything is to happen, you are in the best situation possible. You're looking at the future knowing it's unpredictable. People people, people have said they're not getting life insurance because God forbid they die. Okay, yeah, so God forbid, so God forbid you get robbed. Don't. African parents do it. They yeah, do it. okay. Why do they lock their doors? Why do they lock their doors? God forbid somebody enters. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, it's so annoying. Like, we, in, prep, in reality, in reality, we hedge against risk all the time. That's why I have insurance. We lock our doors. We put padlocks on our suitcases, especially if we're going through Matula Mohammed Airport. Bro, we, black families we, yeah. are the biggest buyers of neck curtains, bruv. Yeah, exactly. We put... um. <laughs> We've got phone insurance, we've got car insurance, we've got travel insurance. Like, so when we put insurance for the most important thing, you're, you're flipping life. It doesn't make sense. And also, regarding the prenuptial thing, like, oh my God, that means... No. Bare people in this world have not had a prenup and they got get divorced the same way. So you never yeah. know what can happen. So just prepare yourself, man. Like, it's just silly. But um, I think yeah. it's harder to get out of a harder to get out of a mortgage together than it is a marriage. Like I heard uh, divorces are mad. There's five. There's only five ways you can get divorced in well, UK law. It's, it's, oh, I don't remember them off head. I, I studied law all the way back in college. Five. Well, that's useful, it? I think there's like um two years separated, five years something. Um, the top one, top five, top five, top five. I'll find. I'll find it as the pod goes on. I'll find. I'll find it. But I remember it from. Um, my short time studying law in college. Okay, here, here's some examples of grounds for divorce: sexual harassment, attendant circumstance. I'm looking to adultery, alcoholism, disability, desertion, imprisonment, and um, domestic violence. Disability, rah, that's a bit mad. Still, they say for sickness and then health and all of that, but. Each to their own. Um, I saw someone on the timeline, cough, cough, chatting about um, thinking prenups and salary are linked. You are mistaken. <laughs> they are not linked. Your salary, it doesn't matter if you earn 100K. If you are blowing 100K a year and that's what you earn, then you're not going to be like, ah, give me your salary. That's not how it works. It's about what you save and what you invest in. Obviously, if you've now got properties that are worth, I don't know, 100K, or a mill. So let's say that you have four properties, 250k each. That's when you look at everyone looks at their assets and their investments. It's not based on what you earn, it's based on what you have, what's certainly yours. But yeah, I, I think I think what maybe what confuses people, I'm gonna try to shoot people some bell. It, it, although when you read it, it's quite ludicrous and so in some cases embarrassing because some people speak of mad vim on it. Um, but I think maybe it's because they hear about um how much some people get a month after divorces and that's more to do with the children and that's just more to do with a child's settlement that doesn't like and obviously that's in, intrinsically tied to your own asset class but in terms of like what you what you protect against in a prenuptial agreement is is basically um protection against you and basically alloc- um determining how resources are going to be allocated if not not allocated i mean assets allocated or if not um allocated so 
even the stuff I think the figure was quoted, I saw my boy Meads tweet on it. Shout out to Mr. Meads. He's, um, I think the figure was 50K. And it was kind of almost like said in a, in a boy thing. But if you're earning 50K, especially people in our demographic are either teenagers at worst or mid-30s at, um, at best, you're doing you're doing well for yourself so far. You're earning you're out earning the vast majority of society. That's a yeah. solid wage. And and, and, and pay salary is uh, thirty six thousand six. Exactly, and that's really, 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 really propped up because some people, especially in the city, are earning an absolute madness. In real terms, like if you look, look at the median salary, it's probably no one. It's probably not not close to that. Um, so fifty k, you're doing quite a lot, and you could be on fifty k if you've got a couple of houses. Let's say you're. A young lady, you've been working since you left uni. You left uni you're at 21. You're about 28 now. You've been saving since um, you're 17 years old. You might have got a bit of help from your parents, or maybe not. Um, you've got your first property. Let's say in whatever. Let's say you went to university in Northampton. You picked up a property there, um, a relatively good price. You've done well. Managed to remortgage. You take some equity out, get another property. Your two properties up. You're on 50k. You might want to protect against that. Yeah, because you're on 50k. You, okay, you're not. You're not. Um, I don't know. You're not um, on flipping Bill Gates money in terms of um, yearly earnings, but you've still you're still capable of amassing an asset class that you want to protect. For example, in one of my workplaces, one of um, my CFO at the time, he was talking about one of his boys, isn't it? One of his boys, he lost. He he he's mad. He said his boy is mad bitter. He's been bitter for like three years. I'm like, why? Because of post divorce, isn't it? But what happened to him? So his boy, I don't think he, I don't think he was only even earning up to hundred, maybe like the eighty region. But if you, if you've made good decisions financially, especially those in older generations than us, because it was a lot easier for them than it is for us across your life, you can amass a decent asset class. He lost, I think, something like he has five houses. I think he lost either four or all five. You know what I'm saying? Lost cost, lost cost of these kids. I don't even know um, the contents of how they broke up, but like they were fighting for in court for ages. He lost. He basically lost everything. He lost everything. So think about all all, all the sacrifice, all the sacrifices he's made from maybe being in school, not playing out, going to study to make sure he gets good enough grades to go to university, and all the sacrifices he made in university. And then when he, as a young man and as a middle aged adult, all the sacrifices he made. Okay, cool. I really like this car but I want to be just get a standard car because I want to save to get this house or okay, mm. I want to spend this much this month because I want to invest in this house and all those sacrifices to amass something that you could potentially give to your offspring or whoever or do you know what I mean it's gone <laughs> just like that that's why people want to get prenuptial agreements it's a matter and, and, and that's what a millionaire it's even worse if you're not a millionaire because at least for millionaires they have a higher ability to bounce back Mm. Yeah, some people you might have to sell two more albums from what I'm hearing. <laughs> so some people, for example, like if yep. you're like a if you're out quickly, you go like let's say you're just a standard ma- man or woman and you lose out and let's say you lose the house that you, you you're the one who actually probably purchased. You've lost that house, it's hard to get another house, and you still have to pay to live somewhere else. You see what I'm saying? So some people are paying for their wife or their husband or their ex-wife or ex-husband to stay in another house that they once owned before with their kids while also having to pay for themselves to live somewhere else. On the same, and it's not like the salary took an increase because they got divorced. So that's why it's a messy and a very, very techy situation them doing there. So. Hmm. It's a bit mad. Nico, what were you going to say? 
Yeah, firstly, um, yeah, that's that's all uh, spooky. Um, <laughs> on on divorces, um, so the five reasons you can get divorced. So the things I all gave, I think, were a list of the those that constitute the unreasonable behavior. But the five in total were um, you can get divorced on the grounds of unreasonable behavior, adultery, uh, two year separation. Both parties need to agree to divorce based on this fact. Um, desertion. Uh, so if you're deserted for two years and five years separation, both parties do. Uh, both parties do not need to agree. So those are the five things you can say, yo, um, man's going to get divorced. And actually, um, an interesting fact, actually, is 62% of divorces um, in the UK were petitioned from the wife. Um, so as in the, the wife is the one that initiated 62%. And majority of people get divorced between the ages of 45 and 49. Last, mm -hmm. um, last statistic rate we got was 42% um, of all marriages end in divorce. Mad. I know I know everyone's clicking in the air right now saying that will never be me. Oh, that type of clicking. But I've heard even after this quarantine, like in um Asia and stuff, a lot of people are now like filing for divorces and stuff. Which doesn't shock me to be fair. You're locked in the house, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Do you know what, yeah? I thought you were a bit annoying, but fuck me, love. You're a tough time, ain't you? Yeah, bro, that must be long, like thinking I only like him because he's away five days a week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, I, like, <laughs> can you imagine like there's nowhere to go like in fact i had this conversation when i was still on house party before before i got hacked yeah i had this conversation yeah someone was like um um because i said i said i think i said in a convo like i'm i'm the sort of person sometimes like if i need a minute i'll step out do you know what i'm saying or um I'll, or i'll say yo go take a breather we'll have this conversation in a minute or whatever imagine like there's literally nowhere you can go like there's there's no there's this is like there's nothing you can do. Imagine being in jail with your partner. That's that's the predicament a lot of people yeah, are in. Kind of literally what it is. And and obviously, sadly, to to touch on them, obviously some people are going through uh, domestic abuse while in this circumstance. The for them, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, the you know, yeah. it's mad because some people can't work. I was chatting to a friend today about um about food bank, and he was he was saying like, yeah, food would be nice, but even like sanitary towels for women and i didn't even just like some things you just don't think about like obviously that we have a privilege that we're all good because they said some people have to choose between essentials and food and i'm like but food isn't essential but they're like mm. some people they got to decide like maybe from a hygiene perspective what's best but it's, it's mad to think what other people are going through from like and then you clock that you're privileged that you can still bop to the shop and buy what you want and know that you're still good financially what speaking of um how would you do you know what we were speaking about um the division of uh, expenses in a in a household how do you lot um envision your perfect or your most okay not perfect your realistic um your most likely scenario like how do you how do you see it in the future for you guys or less it's already here now like, i don't know most likely or ideal most likely uh, most likely and ideal Give them both, isn't it? yeah the same thing for me Go on, Nico. No, Bola go first, but I said they're the same thing for me. But go on, Bola. Um, I'd like a guy who is um always teaching me about <laughs> investments and assets and things like that because we need to know how to get the bag together. I can't lie, the salary thing isn't everything because sometimes he may be learning something new and take a dip in salary. So I'm not going to play it by the salary card. I'm going to play it by the asset card. Um if it's like he's teaching me how to do like certain things like nah i don't know you can get a, a better rental yield if we buy properties here or there then 
that's what I'm looking for. Like the bill stuff doesn't bother me. It's more like how are we drawing from the income we make from our assets kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, like sometimes if I have to hold down the bills a little more, that's cool. But I need to know that you are smarter with your money naturally. Mm. There are some guys that I see who don't look up, but their whole family's taken care of. Like you see them, they're looking like just normal. They're keeping it minimal. But at the end of the day, I know that they're like, oh no, he's got a family. He's got bare properties and he does this and he does that. I'm like, right, he's pattern. That to me is um, an ideal situation. Aya? Um, realistic. Realistically, uh, I think the the lady I'm most likely to be with, whatever that is, lady. I said the lady. I don't say lady. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Will probably be a, a, a decent earner. Um. And I would anticipate me covering more. Than my share of um, expenses, just just naturally, I am and raised. Um, ideally, I have enough money to pattern everything. That's the ideal. Don't you feel like things like that will make your woman a bit spoilt? And if so, do you not mind that in a woman that she feels a little spoilt by a man? No, you feel spoiled. Just like, like if there's, I don't mind. I don't. I like spoiling the people that I actually care about. So like friends, family, obviously, um, your your woman. Yeah, that's great. What I don't like is the act of entitlement and acting like a brat. That can never, ever, ever run for a single millisecond. Um, but um, yeah, no, that's calm. I, I, won't, I would love to spoil like, my family. That's calm. I get you. I get you. I think with me, ideal um, would be obviously that I can I can take care of my... Li- Go away, uh, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> Are you Shakespeare? <laughs> I'm talking about Beethoven. Some Barry White tip. Like, oh, remember lady. Oh, I'm a lady. Lord Dalish, you know. You guys over-exaggerate. Now, I'm thinking I'll be able to, like, um, provide for, for the household in general. Um, yeah, and I think, I think yeah, I'd be in a position where uh, my lady isn't um, earning or working because she, she has to, but more because she wants to. And maybe it's a it's a passion pursuit for her. Um, in terms of like bills and all that stuff, um, yeah, I'll be covering the majority. That's 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 definitely the more than likely. Um, but um, yeah, like I think it would be it would be a bonus. It'll be it'll be a plus to see, um, to see to see her step up in certain things. You know what I'm saying? And again, not because she has to, but more because she wants to. Because similar with uh, me providing this, it's it's a statement of uh, sacrifice of intent um, of protection, if that makes sense. And I feel like we can, all, especially going into the time we are, I think we can all make statements in, in different departments. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously not by saying just, oh, I want to make a statement, but it's just, it's innate in you. Like I, the way my parents were like when I was a kid was they were um, like, they weren't really even aware of which bill, which one, whichever one took, if that makes sense. It was just certainly did. So it was like, like my mum might have the electricity bill and my dad might have the gas phone and whatever bill my this parent might have the the rent or the mortgage this one might have the do you know what i'm saying it's just that their, their thing was just it flowed that's, that's the problem, you know that's the problem, 
Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I want with, with the person I'm with. Do you know what I'm saying? We can have them transparent convos about the money. And yeah, we'll, just, we'll get a pattern. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, can I give you yeah, a scenario? Um, yeah, go for it. Boy. Let's say in four or five years' time, mm. early 30s, for some reason, I've become a phenomenon in my field. Mm. Uh, let's say I start, I start Soul Beauty. Man, I'm now the one of the richest women. I'm worth 600 mil. Mm. But I've, always, I've had troubles in relationships. So mm. I'm like, I'm getting on, but I don't, I don't, I'm not too sure who's going to be the father of my children. What if I'm just like, I'll just have kids anyway? What do you think of that? You know, do you think you've got like in terms of in, ter- in terms of like the financial and I'll say financial the physical um like the tasks you have to do like the admin and a lot of the things you can do a lot of things that take the burden on parents in terms of finances and all the tasks that go hand in hand with having having a family you can outsource because you have the money to. So you can have a nanny, you can have a cook, you can have a cleaner, you can have somebody that's attending to your child in teaching your child math, French, English. So many things, so many of the hats that parents have to wear, you can outsource each hat. You see what I'm saying? So obviously the down the, the downside is um, you may not have that nuclear family where the child grows up to see the father every day and there might be that disconnect, obviously, which I think that most people should avoid anyway. But in terms of the vast majority of the actual burden of raising a child, with that money, you can outsource that, and they were, and they're, and they're not going to want for anything. And that's one of the one of the key things with raising children from my parents, my uncles, aunties, my boys, and my female friends that have kids. How much the financial constraint is. Because mm. it is insane, and obviously I've done a few podcasts on this, and I've seen the recent, and I've done the numbers. It's it's insane how expensive kids are. Then also the time constraint. Once you have children, like that's an additional time constraint because they're not toys. Like people feel like, oh, I can't have a kid. Like they're not. It's not a toy. You don't you don't do cool TikToks with your child and then put it in a box. <laughs> you know, I put them to bed and go to bed. Nah, I'm like that's a child. They're they're active all the time. So yeah, yeah the time constraint thing as well. Would you not ever do that? Mm, no. Nah. Have like a kid by myself. Yeah. No, personally, no. E- even if I had, even if I had a Billy, just a prenup will be patterned. Obviously, if it's not by choice. The, see the prenups here. Yeah? Even Da Vinci Code settings, nobody can crack it. It's yeah, so right. patterned. If, it, if it's not by choice, then yeah, I don't run it. But if it's if if it's like my choice, like I'm choosing to. Have my kid with my <laughs> missus. <laughs> I has a problem with me saying my lady. <laughs> what about you, Bala? What do you mean? Um, so scenario, like you're 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 Miss Soul. You just top six hundred milli. Like, would you be like, yeah, effort that? Hey, you come and help me have my oh, child. If you fuck off after, I can't lie. It's a little hard to find a suitor. Now, let's cheese. We saying, "Bola." We said, "Too bossy for them." Jesus, this podcast? I mean, it's a bit tough. No, I'm kidding. But like, like if I want, yeah, if I want kids and whatever. But I think 
it's obviously the fear that like you just want you just want the father of your child to be patterned and that doesn't mm. necessarily mean that you need to be together but know that his emotional intelligence is there that he's not going to try and start thinking because of the relationship you two have that that's going to affect the child it should never affect the child or, mm. or and i've seen a lot of times right a lot of a lot of men who've had kids with one woman and then what then happens is they start building a family somewhere else and then i've seen a lot that they say to the first woman i'm really sorry i don't really have money for the kid anymore like i'm starting a family my money has to go with the family is and i'm just like that's not how it works it's not where your nuclear family is it's where you laid your sperm like Mm. anywhere anywhere where you created a child you need to make financial provision for that child it can't just be because they're not part of your nuclear i think that should also um you should also um be given an opportunity to make physical contributions as well what do you mean? Like, in be present as much as the mother is. If you if you opt to have a family elsewhere, and you say, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna provide for my kid," you think should also be given like the equal equal opportunities to to see the child. So not a weekend thing, but half the week, half the week. Yeah, cool. If you want to do that, like I'm not being funny, right? I don't. Which, which mom is re- is really fighting that? Like one loads. Loads, loads are fighting that. Or maybe they're fighting it for different reasons. Maybe they're fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See me? No, we're together. You and then we're not together, and we have a kid. No, no, you take that kid half the week. Let's let's live down the road. Let me just enjoy the rest of my week without the kids. (laughs) 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 Some, some, there's some that's like. Um, extreme circumstances, like you know, the, the father could be abusive and then things there. And obviously, I don't think them them man there are you know them man are scum. Uh, but I think some are just like you know they they preference. It could be one of two things. It could be the the kid, the dad might not be that bad, but they just think, hey, I just wouldn't want you spending too much time with him. Or B, they just want to spend more time with their kid. If that makes sense. And women te- tend to have more power in the courts. Um, Okay. When when it comes to a kid, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Well, I can't even say it's, it is down to obviously who you choose to um, lay with and have a child. But it's it's tough out here because obviously some people can change after, mm-hmm. like new situations can bring out different sides of people. That you some can... people don't even decide to have a child; it just kind of happens, whether it be due to recklessness, recklessness, like not actually. Um, protecting themselves when engaging in virtual Olympics or even some when they engage in such activities uh, sometimes a lot of averages just pams them so sometimes it's not necessarily planned and then boom you now you have to have so many different um, difficult conversations and that type of stuff so it just it just shows why family planning we spoke about cost of children before why family planning is so important and that's why the people who tend to be the most successful and the most patterned lives are the ones who, who actually tend to plan when they want to have children to a certain degree and what type of stuff if they want to have children when because it's it's a financial burden yeah people people used to say to me you can't plan when you're gonna have kids and stuff like that i said i can like that's a that's a broke boy mentality blood <laughs> yeah that's just i'll oh, say la vie life happens nah cuz nah like, on my watch g like <laughs> i'm gonna do this when i'm ready but it is it is what it is um have you lot been checking the latest with boris that he's still in intensive care, but nothing has changed. But they're trying to play it down now. Yeah, um, I, I think, I think, I think, I think that playing down thing is a lot. Of, I think a lot of it is cap. Um, I, 
and I don't wish badness on him, but I feel like obviously naturally you don't want to alarm the public, but I I worry that it is worse than they are leading on to believe because like he's not in ICU for bands. Like yeah, it does it does bring about questions because they've said he's not on he doesn't he's not on a ventilator, he does have pneumonia. Um, they said I'm hearing different reports that he doesn't have pneumonia. That's what I just said. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, I think Michael Gove confirmed that. Um, it make it, it, it obviously there is a question of um there is a question of and and this this leads into I guess conspiracy. So it's not even something I really want to put. If you talk there, about five G, I'm going home. Never. Well, I am never. home, but I'm just I'm looking off my screen. Never, never. No, nah, just it just brings question of a, uh, I guess like uh obviously this is the head of the state. There's a level of privilege. Yeah, so I happened in a hundred years of having a PM, if not longer. Like, when have you ever heard of a situation like this? Yeah, so I I just do, I just did, I'll be honest, I questioned like maybe things were pushed ahead for him because if we're we're being honest, obviously he's a vital part of the country, regardless if we like him or not. Um, so when they say, like, again, we don't know much about his condition, but they just keep removing things like they rather than telling us okay this is what's happening they keep saying okay he hasn't got this and he's not on this and i'm like bro what's man going to tell me like what's so yeah. obviously I, I wish him the best i hope he gets better i hope they all get better to be fair um it was important the hospital even released a statement today and he said um um he's one of our patients but he's um i can't remember the exact statement but it's basically just to say look yeah he's important but we were trying to save hundreds of thousands of people yeah, yeah so I'm saying today we lost UK and Wales. Um, well, not not today, but for people listening, the, yesterday on the Tuesday, on Tuesday we lost 854 people in UK and Wales in uh, in a day to Corona to COVID 19, um, which is starting to be Italy numbers. I even had the numbers. I think even I think Italy even lost less people. Um, yeah, so I've got the numbers here for Tuesday just gone. Um, New deaths in the UK, 786 um, were with us. And then you add uh, Wales and uh, I think Northern Ireland to make 854. What, 786 for us. And then Italy lost 604, Spain 556. Um, The only people comparable to us in this list, which isn't the whole world before anyone gets on to me, um, the only people comparable to us is the USA, with 1035 and we know how big our the USA is to us. Um and that's it. Sweden with 114, Israel with four, South Korea with six. Um yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's scary it, times. Yeah, it just depends on where each country is in their curve. So Italy were were further ahead than us. So maybe their curve hopefully starts to flatten and go downward. But unfortunately the US and the UK seem that we're still accelerating. That's why it's so important for people to for the measures like it is it is it is quite um troubling and i think people are saying stuff um in the military industry that they're estimating that for every 13 hospitalized deaths they're estimating that's probably one death in the community and that doesn't come up by the stats because some people if everybody's self-isolating at home and not everybody's going to be admitted to hospital some people may unfortunately pass in their homes and that's not going to be recorded in the metrics so it just shows that how serious this thing is and we just got to try our best to be safe, yeah. stay at home, and just... And, and I think even touching on the Boris thing again, um, one of the reasons it's, it's seen as like a... 
a massive thing is um they they did a, a study on I think six hundred and ninety patients taken in in the UK um, in intensive care, um, and fifty percent died. Yeah, I'm um, hearing that number. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think of his age range, it was like fifty one percent or something. Um, it was a slight like one or two percent uh, difference. So it seems to be affecting and um, impacting in terms of deaths. It seems yeah. to be more devastating for men, strangely enough, and they don't yeah. really, they don't really know why. So, for example, in um in Italy, seventy percent of those who have died have been men. It's crazy. Oh. It's, it's so mad. Wow. Why do you think? Why do you think that is? Genuine question. Why do you think that is? Nobody, nobody's got like a anywhere near conclusive or responsible um, answer scientifically. So, like people are throwing a couple of things around, but because it's science, I don't even like to entertain that until it's like. Proper, yeah, it's, like, sim- like, it's similar. It's a similar stat to um, the the thing about uh, black people are being affected by it more. Mm. For instance, I think in Lu- Louisiana, seventy percent of um, people who have died from Corona are African American, and you know, obviously that. Um, the majority isn't isn't black. Again, when we are not implying um, cause, we're just this is just what's happened, and we're yeah. way too early in this to have any correlations or um, yeah. Spe- so, speaking no, of not- Boris, speaking of Boris, so um, how do you not see things um, shaping out if he's gonna not be able to? Hopefully, he does. He does. Um, what's it called? Recover, but. Obviously, right now, he's currently out of action. So how do you lot um, see things um, running without him? Well, currently, his foreign yeah. secretary, uh, Dominic Rabb, is, is um, speaking. Yep, yep. Is not, is, is not lit at all, because from what I've looked into about Dominic, he doesn't see... Like, you think Boris is bad, this guy... This guy is... It's like when people think they want Trump to to stand down. The guy standing underneath him, you don't want that. The same thing with Boris. You don't want the next man. We had yeah. we had, we had that with we had that with Mugabe. Or well, both of them are donuts, but as in the the guy we got after was a donut as well. Yeah, Dominic Rabbi, he's not the brightest, and he's also um a bit of a pagan. Um so currently, so if in, in the case, so he is um essentially deputizing as prime minister onto Boris, um, Lord Willing, gets back to full capacity. And from watching him yesterday and today, he's kind of really implied that, or asserted that he's not, it's not like, okay, cool, I'm now the Deputy Prime Minister, so things are going to operate on my stewardship. We're going to still follow the stuff um, inputted by Boris, and we're still going to follow things status quo. What I say about that is that that cabinet, how they operated was they kind of came to decisions collectively. And he's still saying that he's going to lean on his ministers and everything to come to decisions collectively. Obviously, naturally, ministers are going to always disagree on certain things. Some some will say left, some will say right. And then that's where the prime minister has the ability to say, OK, we'll go right or left. Yeah, so I'm reading the LA Times here and it says, if a prime minister is sidelined for any number of reasons, which can range from death to a vote of no confidence, members of his or her party, the Conservatives in Boris Johnson's case, would elect a new leader whose tenure as prime minister is then formally approved by the queen. So uh, Dominic wouldn't naturally get it, but it would just mean that it he may be more in favour in line of his position. Yeah, he's a bit of a... So some of the stuff that... Don't, so some history about Dominic Rabb, like he, 
He's not the biggest fan of the NHS, but to be fair, I agree with that. He doesn't believe in the Human Rights Act. Um, wow, well, what else was he saying? Well, do you mean by you, you agree with him, as in you're not a fan of the NHS? Uh, um, he says um, the funding that people want for NHS is akin to a child wish list. I, and I agree with him. Oh, okay. I thought you meant as in, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Um, and what then he said about um, the ability to fire people in this country. Yeah, it's, it's too difficult. What? Uh, he's right. Yeah, he's actually right, though. Yeah, I can't lie. That bit is true, though. To be fair, if you're a permanent <laughs> member of staff, it's really hard. That's why most people, when they say that they're getting bullied at work, they know it's because that's all they can do. They can bully you. They can't kick you out. Mm. You have to leave. Would you guys make it easier to fire? What do you mean? Yeah. Like make it uh, ease up the load. Yeah, I think I think it's oh, easier yeah. to fire, but also at the same time. I will include. I will um try to put in place certain um protections. steps you have to follow and protections. Mm. So just to, so if you are actually firing people that shouldn't be fired on a on a sexism thing on a um on a racism thing or just or discrimination against people for any reason, maybe it be personal or based on their race, sexuality, you 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 the company or the individual will get pams hard. Mm. But I still believe that if you're not productive. Like, I can have a company, yeah. I'll hire you. You're a complete and utter bum, yeah. And I can't get rid of you. Like, it, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, no. it's a bit of a madness. Mm. It's something, but um, now nah, hopefully Boris gets well soon. I see apparently, oh, I didn't hear anything, but apparently there was going to be a clap for Boris. Yeah, 8 p.m. Hey, the man that went clapping still, I didn't hear anything, Kurt. I didn't, I didn't I hear anything. Just gone eight. Uh, yes, it's mad that I can see a couple of people like putting their personal feelings on Boris, um, like kind of being like, Oh, I wish him the best, but you know, there's one. I'm just like, All oh, this vengeance is too much. A person is a person, regardless. <laughs> yeah, sometimes rest, but I like it's just like, let him get better. Even most ways, he's probably gonna still lead the country. Uh, God forbid it goes the other way, but what, what does it do wishing the worst on someone? Uh, get some class, man. Get some class. Uh, so, what's what's the latest companies that are in administration now? Nico, uh, what were you talking about before? I feel like there was a company that we were chatting about in a group chat, um, saying that it's gone into administration. I feel like it was a. Um, I think Debenhams might have gone into administration. Yeah, Debenhams has actually. Like yeah, Debenhams came. Quite a few football clubs are either looking to go into administration or are. Yeah, I so... saw. I saw. Sorry, go on, go on, Mona. Oh. Hashtag. So, for anyone who um, doesn't know what it means, uh, when a business or a company goes into administration, the control of the company is passed to like an an appointed administrator, and that person must be a licensed insolvency practitioner. And basically what they do is they act in matters of, of both a company or an individual insolvency. So they provide advice to individuals struggling with personal debt um, as well, but obviously they do it for companies. And their main goal is to like leverage the company's assets to pay creditors as quickly um, and as fully as possible and they're given like eight weeks to send out like a formal proposal to all the creditors, and then it's, it's basically a plan of action that they um that they're basically saying like yeah we'll repay all debts and yeah and they'll show info on the current status of the company and the expected results. So it's basically like Captain Saverhood. 
So, um, is it is it in the best interest of like the government for most of these companies to go into administration to be bailed out, or is it just? So no, when you say, um, go on, go on, please. go on, but again. <laughs> um, no, because like what they're trying to do is still find money within the company. To, mm. um, so basically, someone has to come in and do the strategy more than anything. Because I don't think they build them out financially each time. Okay, that's fair. Okay, bailout, bailouts are slightly different, and uh, bailouts is quite an interesting um, debate in terms of when you look at it from a moral perspective. So, for example. Um, we had a financial crisis in 2008 and I can't lie, a certain man got pammed. So if you look in, in America, um, one elite, a big investment bank, Lehman Brothers, they're, they're not around no more. They're not around no more. Yes, certain man got bailed out and for example, RBS, they got, they got, um, they got bailed out. Um, uh, Lloyds as well. And what happens is the government using taxpayers' money um, like um, start to buy up stocks and all that type of stuff and provide them funding to try just basically stay afloat mm. and people have issues with this because they're like hold on how could you lot make such terrible decisions and then you get bailed out and you're still able to continue to make terrible decisions because when you think when you give um people the tag so too big to fail I'm sure some of us have heard um, that then kind of implies that these companies, or let's say it's banks, for example, are actually quite are a systematic risk for the economy. So, if you're a banker, if you're a bank, why would you have a very, very high risk diligence when you know that you can take high, high risk, maybe risk that you don't really need to take because the reward is high, mm. keep getting rewarded, and if it all goes tits up, the government are patting you, will pattern you anyway. So, I think that's a lot of a contest of the people is, and um, because obviously it's our money, taxpayers going into these to these businesses to keep them keep them afloat. Whereas if I don't know, my small business goes tits up, ain't nobody else gonna bail out. Like it's just me on the roadside selling the big issue. So do you think? Do you think so it's all. I'm assuming the bailouts are because um, those companies are, I guess, bring about a positive influence to the economy in the country. See, some people don't believe. There's some it's, it's arguable, but like for example, like let's say for example, God forbid, Barclays, yeah, or Halifax, or what's the go bus, there goes loads of people's money, mm-hmm. savings. Uh, let's say Aviva, there goes people's pensions, mm-hmm. there goes people's life insurance. You see what I'm saying? Like who now who now owns, especially the way mortgages were were collated and traded. Nobody people might not even know who actually really owns the underlying liability yeah. for your mortgage and stuff like that. So it's all techie. So when it comes to the airline industry, that's when it starts to become interesting because airlines don't really come, especially are they really a key industry where like, I don't know, if BA go, like does the economy go into tatters? Probably not. But then again, you're thinking, oh, what about all the people who work for BA and all the companies that are attached to BA? But my personal feeling when it comes to bailouts, I feel like it's very cheeky for com- for certain companies to ask for bailout if you've been buying back your own stock. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing that. And buyback stock, uh, my assumption of buyback stock, that means in the market, etc. And you, what it says on the tin, you buy it back. Yeah, and that's... Is that wrong? Yeah, so, yeah so, so let's say, for example, um, last three digits, uh, we have our own company, we um, and then we go public because we're lit. And then 
we've had an IPO, everything's Gucci. Then a few years on the line, we're like, you know what? We've got quite a lot of surplus cash. Business is booming. Let's just buy back hella stock. So we mm-hmm. go, we buy back twenty million pounds worth of stock. What that's essentially doing is just propping up our stock price. Mm. So okay. instead of having cash, and what we're seeing right now okay, is that so many, it. so many big companies in the world don't have a lot of cash reserves. Okay, they're like a lot of families operating, maybe month to month or quarter to quarter. So that's why loads of companies are like, "Yo, we need peace because." We, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't expect this. I think even. I think uh, what's his name? I can't. I don't know how to say. It. I think it's Sunak. Rishi Sunak. Yeah, I think he came out uh, two weeks ago and was like, "Yo, we got three hundred fifty bills, three hundred fifty billion on a on a on a bailout thing." I could be wrong. Yeah, um, he, that's more. That's that's the total fund to help all the businesses. I'm not sure how much they're going to be bailing out if they're going to be bailing out anybody. We haven't seen massive like systematic like closures yet, but. Is there is there a benefit? Because I so you see when a bailout is given, and I, I, obviously I don't know if you've got this information on hand. When a bailout is given, is it necessary? Is it essentially a loan or is it a grant? Like, is there a benefit if I'm a business? Yeah, let's say I don't have much cash resources. Yeah, and I'm um, yeah, I'm a, I don't have much cash resources, but I'm not about to go bust. Like, but I I I whatever whatever happens and. Like I want to, I I want that bailout. If that makes sense, is it basically is it a grant or a loan? Like no, you, you ha- can't. It's it's a capital injection for a company that's failing. You can't just like, you can't just grab it. Like if it's a bit techy, like you actually have to be like on the ropes. Like I'm one, saying, would they mean that? Back? No, no. Oh, it's litty. Well, it's not litty because you're, you're failing. This last week, and we said, but I don't want to confuse admin um administration bailout and liquidation because those are like yeah. three different things, but. Obviously, we spoke about bailout and the fact it's like bailing out your little brother. Like, he's mm. not really going to pay you back, but you know what he's done isn't very smart and you just have to hopefully hopefully say he patterns up. But like, with liquidation and administration, so the primary difference between the two procedures is that um, company administration aims to help the company repay debts in order to escape, if possible, becoming insolvent. But insolvency is when an individual company can't, like meet its financial obligations to its lenders so uh, as debts become due so then the next process would be liquidation so you need to sell all assets before dissolving the company completely and like types of assets can obviously be like business property vehicles financial investments equipment office equipment etc etc so that's quite that's Mm, that's when you're just on the ropes ropes but yeah, the government can't bail out every company. It's not every company that you'll go to and be like, oh, bail it out. I'm sure you have to, I'm sure there's somewhere in the clause that the government will look and think, what are you adding to the economy that's enough for us mm-hmm. to bail you out? Otherwise, everyone will just be out there coming like all of a twist like this. <laughs> but, do you not remember what, uh, like, do you not remember hearing about um, certain businesses like growing up that went, that just Woof. disappeared? Woolworths. That Woolworths one hurt. I pulled yeah, up did still. about Woolworths. Uh, biggest blockbuster. Oh. Yeah. Putting them games in the front of the thing, rubber. Good times. Woolworths blockbuster. Couple things changed to other things as well. One to one turned to O two. All store, yeah, yeah, it's true. All stores were. Wait, what did you say? One to one turned to didn't it turn to T Mobile? And then T Mobile yeah. turned to E. And then EE. Yep. Oh, O2 was BT Telecom or something like that. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I think it yeah. was. I remember now. 
Well, um, orange. Oh my days, orange. Oh my days, orange disappeared. No, I think Orange and T-Mobile were bought by e- whatever. Yeah, became yeah became E Bad Bitch Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that's what I'm confused. Were they bought, uh, obviously you may not have the information on hand, so I, I'll put a question in the air. Were they bought by E or did they come together? I think, I think they, they merged and rebranded. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, um, Let me check that. I'll check that out. So basically, I looked into a couple of companies that did that. So obviously, Woolworths, all stores were closed in December 2008 and January 2009, and that resulted oh. in 27,000 job losses. That's mad. Mm. And it relaunched online. Um, oh, there was another one in particular that I looked at and basically said it was... It was Sports Direct. So um, JJB shut up shop and Sports Direct took over. So JJB, oh, yeah, JJB. was bought out by Sports Direct after shares in the company oh, were suspended and it entered administration. So Sports Direct purchased the company's brand name, website and 20 stores and they saved <laughs> around 550 jobs. However, the remaining 120 stores uh, were closed and 2,000 people were made redundant. So some companies, what they'll do is they'll buy the name as well. So I think maybe EE's done that because you don't really hear of T-Mobile or Orange anymore. So they probably... Hold on, I'm looking at um, EE now. It's actually... It was a joint venture between Deutsche Telekom and France Telekom, who are now known as um, Orange. and was mm. acquired, Then it was acquired by BT in January 2016. And it's been part of their division group. So they've got BT... EE and Plusnet, all under the same. Wow. Bro, it's probably interesting. Do you know my first job, right, when I, I think I was 16 going on 17, was at a place called Zavi. Imagine that, like, 16, 17. I remember Zavi. You're making, like, £7 something. Do you know what the joke was? They actually weren't supposed to hire me because you needed to be 18 to work in a music store. That was so mad and they didn't know and they were just like... Oh, it was a music store, like, in what, CDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was formerly Virgin Megastores, which was part of Richard Branson's group, obviously... But entertainment uh, chain Zavi entered administration in 2008. That's mad because I think I got a job there in 2009. But stores, ha, yeah, stores must have closed. And then HMV subsequently purchased some of the stores and reopened them. With I've been baffled about HMV for years. I kept thinking they were closing down. No. And they just kept being there. That's like Mark 1. Hang tight, the girl them that know about Mark One that fell into administration in 2008. We got to look at all these times these companies were falling into administration. It was the last world recession that we faced. Um, so, part two? Part two. And it will just happen every eight to 12 years. Like, this recession thing will always continue to happen. There has to be. Uh, Do you think? Yeah, it's, it's like. This has to be an exceptional circumstance. No, I'm not talking about a pandemic, but I'm talking about the fact that a recession has basically has to happen every eight to 12 years. But I'm saying, would it have happened if we didn't have this? Obviously, we can't speak in hypotheticals because it happened. It would eventually. Yeah, yeah, it would. Obviously, people people put policies in place to try and stop it. And then Corona was like, eh, eh. (laughs) 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 My G. Corona has slapped their yeah, plans. They, yeah, Corona slapped their plans and slapped the economy. Obviously, now they've, what is it? They've pumped 1.5 trillion into the uh, stock market because of, what is it, like Dow Jones and um, index funds like that. But I'm just like, it, it's ridiculous what, what like, um, big wigs will do to basically stop the economy falling. But I can't lie, it's going to fall anyway. I wonder if anyone's actually, it's going to sound like a crazy statement. I wonder if anything, anyone's financially profited from this. Bear. 
I've been reading bear stories. I've been getting them in like my entrepreneurial uh, like group chats, chatting about this person's profited. Some people have done it ethically and some people haven't. So some people have done something called um, shorting. What's the best way to describe shorting to people? Isu? Sorry. Okay, so basically you're betting on certain... And I'll start marketing trade when you're in trading terms, basically you're betting on something going very, very bad. Yeah. I heard that that was happening in the US. Yeah. So, it's so, like, so for example, sell in advance, oh, right. oh, you sell in advance of acquiring them with the aim of making a profit when the price falls. Okay. That's kind of spooky that people are doing these Yeah. For example, have you seen the big short, Nico? Sick. The big short? No. So basically, do you know the global economic crisis was basically all done on subprime mortgages? And there's one guy, so obviously everybody's these new credit default swaps, everybody's making an absolute killing from them, yeah? Everybody, because basically, everybody's getting houses and people are just trading these securities, yeah? So everybody's eating. Estate agents are eating, bankers are eating, everybody's eating. It's all good time, yeah? And this guy was like, nah, fam, this, 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 he was looking, he's like, no, nah, this is full of bollocks, like, he's going to go to suck. And everybody's looking at him like, you're crazy. He's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to go mad. So all he's, um, all the people that he was managing their money, yeah, invested, like, he's a thing as a manager, Nobody was like, they're all shouting at him, like, why are you doing this? Are you insane? Like, no, no, trust me, trust me, trust me. He was like, drop the phone, you don't even care. Da, da, da. When it, when everything went boom, yeah, the money he made was so peak, yeah? yeah. So peak. Because obviously he betted against the whole world. Yeah. And he was right. Uh, uh. So people, so, so obviously the people that um, are on the right side of like, those type of things, they just come out mad rich. I guess that's why it's essential that if you if you work in in one of these companies for you not to, um, I guess give information before it's time. Yeah, because then you can, you can swing in which way the market's going. It. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's a little bit of a mazel, but yeah. Um, some other companies that went into administration, like I said, Mark One. I can't lie, Mark One hurt me, boy, because you could get some nice things in there. And hang tight, Jane Norman. That place was a boohoo slash Pete. Um, oh, yeah, I remember those kind of Jane Norman bags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, that's right. Jane Norman. I couldn't I couldn't really afford to shop in there because they thought they were little premium, premium things. And all their clothes went like this. All of them had like the 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 like body shape wear kind of vibe. So I, I don't even know what Jane Norman is. Do you know who didn't go into administration? Who? NegoTrue.com, get your My History is More Than Slavery hoodies right now. True. Okay. So, can businesses recover from administration? The process uh, can generally only last up to one year, although this can be extended by the consent of creditors by the court. So, so when you see companies going into administration and you're wondering or you're kind of baffled as to, okay, so why am I still seeing shops open? It's because they basically have like a year to redeem themselves. And uh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, go If on. they don't, then boy, then they shut up shop and then maybe someone else wants to buy it if it's still worth having or they just stop existing. Okay, quickly on, do you know what I was talking about? Um, people who make money when things like during these type of time. And we'll speak about yeah. the big short. So I quickly looked up uh, Michael Berry. So he obviously he had these um his company, um, yeah. And as I was saying, like bad investors were like tr- actually trying to take out all their money, yeah. Um, mm. But eventually, obviously, eventually, he's added, he earned him him himself. He earned himself a hundred million dollars, yeah, during that, wow. yeah, hundred million in profit. And the, the investors that were, remained, 
got profits of more than seven hundred million. And so um, he's he was he's called C on Capital his his business. They had returns of so obviously when for the stock market, um, but I will tell you like if you're seeing like eight percent, ten percent returns, that's literally mm. so, so that's like, you know how much their returns were? Four hundred and eighty-nine point three four percent. Yeah, mad. <laughs> From the inception in two thousand to two thousand eight. So the people who came with him and put their money into him and left it there from two, from two thousand eight years later, they saw returns of almost five hundred percent. Yeah, mental. Yeah, I know. Here I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a brokey, a brokey, brokey. I wonder what it will be like when you're up. I don't think you'll get um vain though. Hmm? I don't think you'll get vain. I don't think you you. Yes, you will. No, I won't. I won't no, I don't have time for people now. So I think you'd just be like, please, I'm busy. It depends on how you constitute that, but I know I was stunting on people. Um, Philippe. <laughs> Listen, see see, see how people are shouting at billionaires, yeah, on the yachts, yeah? I'll be one there, man. Self-isolating with Bay. I'm also on the yacht, because I'll even turn the comments off. I don't even care. <laughs> this, I mean, Nico, Nico wouldn't be able to help himself. Nico would still be like, obviously, true, like, nothing's changed. Yeah, facts. Yeah, you'd be like, hmm, but a few things, innit? And you just... Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing slight <laughs> comments. I'm doing, I'm doing bare wrist flicks when we do the pod remotely. Yeah, we meant it. Oh, sorry, man. The world keeps getting away. So, what was we talking about again? You know, nah. hold on. This is my house. You'll be moving like DJ Khaled. Yeah, no, nah, I'm doing. I saw. I saw Drake on a on a on an Insta Live thing with Joe Budden. I saw a clip this morning in my group chat. Drake was um, talking. He was like, oh, "Yeah, can I get another one of them, please?" He was talking to his his in house bartender, and then um, Budden was getting. That's that will be me. I'll be 100. I'm self isolating with my bartender and my bridging. That's it. No, I don't. I, you like you like you to live in equity, yeah. I'm living life, yeah. That'd be my perfect way to escape for the world, bro. <laughs> you lot, bro. Yeah, you lot, bro. Isolation. How you guys surviving in this isolation? How you guys living? Did you try to use your remote as a mic? Can you not hear me? Is this really you lost aunt? <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> You know the vibe. You know the vibe. You lot are just getting drunk on Supermalt daily or not? You know what, yeah? I, I can't I lie. alcohol and chin chin rubber. I hate Supermalt, fam. I think that was made by... I think Satan... Satan snuck that onto Earth, bro. That's meat heal. juice, bro. You need to heal. That's meat juice. It tastes, it, tastes like, it tastes like blended you meat, bro. You need to respect the Supermalt, but nah. You know what, bro? This isolation thing, yeah? I can't lie. Although I think it's, we're going to be like this for a very long time, I, I don't want to get. Wait, my how, I'm sorry. Now let's do predictions on the pod now, because you were right about the Italy thing before his time. So let's see again. How long do you think it's going to be? I'm hoping till end of May. Where, end of May. End of May. In, in terms of what? In terms of lockdown or social distancing? <laughs> lockdown. Lockdown. I, I, I think we're lockdown well into the summer. Yeah. I'm going for October. No. And I don't think I don't, I don't think we're we're not coming off social distancing. We're not seeing. Social distancing will be here for at least a year, in my opinion. Yeah. That's my guess. You see how everyone's making all them. See how everyone's making all them posts about like, as soon as this is over, I'm going DLT and I'm getting five hundred drinks and whatever. And God bless DLT man, great business and recess and all of them. Yeah, but it's not happening. Big man, when they let us, when they let us off, when they let us out our houses, yeah, 
They're letting us out of our houses partly to our detriment. What I, I genuinely believe the next that's this is just my opinion. I could be completely wrong, yeah. But I think the 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 next step is um what 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 was the first stage called again before they had us in isolation? Social um group. no 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 group something uh group immune uh, herd, huh? herd immunity or some shit. Boom. I think basically we're looking at a similar aspect. When it, when it looks more controlled numbers wise, um, and it's less spread, and it and they believe it can be seen as more. I don't think they're gonna let us out as soon as they get a. I don't think they're gonna let us out when they get a um. What's the what's the thing called an anti? A the cure. Basically, if they get a cure, a I don't think that I don't think that's I don't think a cure is coming soon. What the hell? I don't think a cure is coming like soon, like ASAP. So more than likely, let's say for instance this goes until October and we still haven't got a, a vaccine, right? Yeah. Um whatever. You're just you're you're being such a hard end right now. No, I had to change my headphones with iron. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um so let's say um let's say they don't get a vaccine until October, I think they'll probably start letting us out. But the the wisdom of going to a party will it, it just won't make rational sense. Like, I know we're saying... I we can't lie. And I think there's going to be a level of PTSD... I can't... Not PTSD in, in its in its full form, but there will be a... The way we're going to be living for the next four months... Well, I don't... I don't... Yeah, I don't think... I don't think it will be... Well, people are different, aren't they? I don't think me personally, I'll be able to just... Because, bro, you know, but in a club, fam, you might... Someone might just put their arm around you. Um, You're bumping bump people in... Co- Fam, man, I'm seeing things in 3D now, fam. See, in this isolation, I can see germs. I'm I'm looking at germs directly, fam. Like, the other day, yeah, I went to the shop, yeah, and the shopkeeper was handing me the bag. I walked home holding one handle of the bag because I was like, bruv, the guy touched the other side. I saw a germ do this on the bag. I said, yeah, yeah. If this if this bag rips, the bag rips. <laughs> but this is that's so raven fam i'm just chilling i'll be chilling whatever my hand will be on the table i'm going to get antibacterial bro i'm this thing ain't killing me bro yeah anyway you got, you got auntie neck hands bro thanks everyone for listening to the last three digit you know where we're at we're back with the vigils thank god i pray we are and uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, well, quickly, quickly on that, we've now got uh, we've earned our YouTube URL. Or did I say it last week? No, yes, I didn't. Yes, you I did. Did, yes, you did. Oh, did I? No, I don't think we, no, 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 I didn't. Yes, I did. didn't because we got it this week. You said it last week. Are you sure? Anyways, youtube.com forward slash the last three digits. We have a URL now, and IO has terrible neck curtains. Go on, brother. <laughs> uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. So, obviously, oh. What's our Twitter handle again? Twitter.com forward slash the last three digits. Number three digits. Uh, same on Instagram, three digits pod at gmail.com. Hit us up with your finance stuff and yeah. Cool. Yeah, sure. Bye.